Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing tonight? We're going to uh, have another show tonight, but it's going to be kind of uh, quick. I'm going to just give you a couple uh, bits of information, and I'm not really, you know, happy about this stuff that I'm hearing tonight because it's kind of sad news. So I'm going to just jump right into it. This is from a nurse that works in the hospital. Listen to this. This is truly scary, and nobody is taking it seriously. I want to jump through my phone and strangle people. I'm an emergency room nurse and have been working on the front lines of this coronavirus for the last 10-plus days. If you would have asked me 10-plus days ago, if I thought that this was going to get as bad as it was, I would have told you no. I mean, you heard the rumors. You saw the trends. But until you see it firsthand, you just have no idea what it's like, what it's going to be like. Um, it's getting to the point now that we're going to be just like Italy. From 10 p.m. last night until this morning, we intubated two of my patients within a half hour. And I would say upwards of 10 patients were put on ventilators. Uh, my patient took the last ventilator available in the hospital. We have no medications to keep these patients even ventilated, let alone ventilators. Medications like fentanyl or propofol that would keep a patient um, sedated while they're intubated, we're out of. Uh, we're out of Tylenol. Like, we're out of Tylenol. And that's not even going back to the fact that we don't have any ventilators to put these patients on. So we're going to start making life or death decisions in regards to people's care so you're going to come in and you're going to get tagged whether you deem necessary to even get intubated or are you being sent home to die this is truly scary and nobody is taking it seriously i want to jump through my phone and strangle people that are on the beach or out with their friends still like they just you guys that's the problem right and and I am being super transparent. I was one of those people that wasn't taking it seriously. But I'm here to tell you that you need to. We are literally making life and death decisions for people. And if I'm being super honest, I didn't choose nursing or the healthcare field to not help people. And that's exactly what the choices are that they're giving us. They're giving us no choice but to help only the people that they think that can survive. Normally, if a patient was to pass away, it would be because we tried everything that we could. We did everything we could. We had all the resources and all the people that we needed to help save this patient's life, and it was just their time. And now we aren't giving the patient the time to choose whether it's their time or not. We're choosing for them. And I never wanted to go into a career where I wasn't able to save everyone. And that's the option that society and the government and everyone is giving us because that's it. That's all we have. And I'm telling you right now, please heed my advice and stay home. If you have any extra resources, consider donating them. And to my coworkers and all the people in the healthcare field, environmental services, our police officers, and hi Molly, yeah, you're sick, you know. Um, to our police officers and and um, first responders, just thank you so much for all that you're doing. Um, we're in this together. We're going to fight this as hard as we can. Um, and if everyone does their part, I think that we'll come up victorious. But 
consider donating supplies if you have them at home and stay home. Yeah, listen to that. I think that's what we all need to do, start paying attention. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pay attention to uh, what people like that are saying because it's very important to all of us. And for you guys that are just wearing gloves and not wearing face masks, listen to this. This is Juju Chan from Nightline. Keep viral particles at 
act. They actually have to be fit tested to your face and with any mask, they have to be used properly or they can actually wind up doing more harm than good. Now this is the routine surgical mask. This is designed to actually keep viral particles in. So that's why you hear we put these on sick patients to prevent them from spewing particles all over the room. And then this is your run-of-the-mill bandana, which recently the CDC has said in a last resort can even offer some degree of protection for healthcare workers. Give us the do's and don'ts of how you wear these masks correctly, because that's critical. I have seen countless images on television, in print, of people wearing surgical masks, and they're wearing them wrong. They're wearing them like this. Right. It shouldn't be this above does the nothing. nose. Right. It should be above the nose. This does Let's nothing. Be clear. And it should be, that's right, and there's a little, there's a firm kind of um, backbone in here, like a collar stay. It should be pinched along the bridge of your nose. These, these N95s, and I'm not going to be able to totally put these on now, you'll see the two straps. They both have to go on the back of your head. One goes high up and one goes low down. I've seen pictures of people wearing them like like this, flopping around. If you're not wearing it properly, you tend to touch your face more, readjust it, and then you're introducing contact transmission, which is obviously another thing we're trying to avoid. I know that DIY patterns are all the rage as people are sitting at home wondering what, if anything, they can do. What do you make of the sort of do-it-yourself model of face masks, and could that be something that could afford people some level of protection? So, first of all, I like the effort. I like the intent. I like um, where the people's minds and hearts are. We don't really have such great data on that. One study did show that with these fabric masks that uh, they increase the risk of the person getting a respiratory infection 13-fold. Um, but when you talk about data in general, it's all over the place. You know, there's no data that suggests that wearing a surgical mask doesn't help, but there are some that show no difference between these two masks. A lot of people are feeling like some protection is better than nothing, and if the CDC says a bandana will do in a pinch, I think a lot of people are reaching for fabric. And I think in science, we're always looking to reassess, reanalyze, reinvestigate, and explore other things, and it's important to keep an open mind in science and medicine, just like in life. <laughs> well said. Thanks, Dr. Jen, as always, for your wisdom. Thanks, Juju. Up next, social distance. Anyway, so here we go. I want to stress to you guys out there, put something across your face, wear the gloves, be careful. It is your life. And I don't care if you look silly or you look bad or you don't think it's cool. Because I've been telling my wife for two weeks, she's working at Giant Eagle. I've been telling her every day you go to work, put something on, you know, Think about this. If you are working and you're not totally in the house quarantined, when you come home, if you're sick, you could bring it to home to your family. So at least take some precaution. That goes, I mean, think about your family members. So here's our last segment. My man from AMTV. We're not going to listen to everything he says, but we're going to listen to a little bit. Because his news be terrifying to me, and I know it's terrifying to you guys. Hey guys, Christopher Green, AMTV, Alternative Media Television.
Washington. I have another second critical update today. There's just been an announcement by the state of Arizona. Governor Ducey with an executive order 2020-18 to stay home, stay healthy, and stay connected. Physical distancing measures to mitigate COVID-19 transmission. Okay, this is an executive order. Uh, first thing I want you to notate, though, is this is just the flu, like the mainstream media said. So don't worry and don't panic. This is normal, right? Dur during a flu outbreak that allegedly kills less than tenth of a percent of people, executive orders are absolutely normal and common. Stay-at-home measures and social distancing. Now, if you believe that, you're a fool. You're an absolute fool. This is de facto martial law. And by the way, the great state of Arizona, where I mostly reside, although I probably won't be going back anytime soon since we're going to be in a multi-year lockdown, like I predicted here on this channel, and took necessary precautions and preparations months and months and months in advance, not just with my physical location, but of course with my physical assets, buying gold, silver, crypto, Bitcoin, also going to cash. I talked about how cash was going to be important in a liquidity environment where I was expecting bank runs and the eventual rollout of tanks in the streets, which is what we're having in reports coming out of downtown Los Angeles, other parts of the East Coast as well. But let, let's dig into this executive order because, again, the mainstream media told you this was just the flu. I've taken a couple notes. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But on March 15, 2020, earlier this month, a statewide school closure was announced issued in coordination with Superintendent of Public Instruction Kathy Hoffman, later extended on March 30th, 2020, to remain through the end of the school year. So schools have been shut down. That's not new news. Also, the Arizona Department of Health Services issued updated guidance, including canceling or postponing gatherings of 10 or more people. So the right to peacefully assemble, which is directly in the First Amendment of the Constitution, has been eradicated, I mentioned to you, the pastor who has a warrant for his arrest out in Florida for exercising his freedom of religion and constitutional liberty and right, it's right in there, to peacefully assemble, now has a warrant out for his arrest, and then will go to prison without due process of law because the courts are closed and there's no habeas corpus because there's no courts, judge, jury, or trial, or the IRS because those offices are closed as well. How many... Of our amendments and constitutional rights are being absolutely trampled on right now. Pretty much every single one. Second Amendment, you can't peacefully assemble. So, of course, the Second Amendment's worthless if you can't go out in public. You can't exercise your right to form a well-regulated militia if you're locked in your home due to executive order. Now, again, don't panic, folks. This is just the flu. Okay, I want you to keep that in mind. And the, and the reason why Donald Trump has these Navy ships, which are basically floating coffins, is because it's just the flu, and you're not to worry. On March 19, 2020, Executive Order 2020-09 was issued requiring restaurants in Arizona counties with confirmed COVID-19 cases to provide dine-out options only and require all bars, gyms, and movie theaters. Not, not now. Shooting a video to provide dine-out options only and require all bars, gyms, and movie theaters in those counties to close. Thank you. Also, limiting potential exposure through a policy of physical distancing while maintaining social connectedness. Isn't that interesting? Social distancing without maintaining, but maintaining social connectedness makes absolutely no sense. And also, 
The governor of Arizona, after a declaration is issued, has the right to exercise within the area designated all police power vested in the state by the Constitution. So you can still exercise. Again, they reinforce the fact that you must stay home, stay healthy, and stay connected, and only conduct or participate in business or daily travel that includes essential activities, which really means they could pull you over and arrest you for anything, because I don't really know how you define an essential activity. I mean, maybe people think going to the gym is an essential activity if you're uh, a personal trainer and you need that for income or something. Also, because this is just the flu, okay, and I want you guys to keep that in mind. That's what the mainstream media told you. We told you the opposite here, but we were laughed at and ridiculed. We just happen to be right. The mainstream media happens to be wrong, and your politicians continue to lie to you. They're also warning of mass suicides. This is in segment E. It says how high-risk populations can access suicide prevention services throughout Arizona, including specific resources that are targeted to high-risk populations. So they're telling you there's going to be high suicide rates. Just the flu, guys. Just the flu and high-risk populations. Uh, engaging in constitutionally protected activities such as speech and religion and legal or court process. Again, there is no habeas cor corpus. There is no courts. Those are all closed, so you don't have that right at all. Something explicitly written into the Constitution, not the Bill of Rights, because our founding fathers found it so essential. Also, they're letting you know there's going to be a lot of domestic violence. Uh, in Part 9, it says individuals whose residences are unsafe or become unsafe such as victims of domestic violence, are permitted and urged to leave their home and stay safe at an alternative location. Now, again, I just want to emphasize this is absolutely normal. Executive orders like this, which de facto declare martial law in your state, which, you know, Arizona's a more freedom, liberty, and loving state's worse than other states. This is not normal, by the way. And probably the biggest part of all of this, the uh, big takeaway in my closing points, and I don't want this video to go too long, this executive order shall be in effect until April 30th, 2020, unless, unless, there's a caveat, extended, extended, here you can see that right here, I know it's tough for some of you guys to read, extended, extended, alright, so, you know, of course, I told you this, I told you this was going to happen, I also told you Donald Trump was a lie. He would not reopen up the economy on Easter. That's a lie. And they will extend America into a multi-year economic collapse and shutdown, which was the pre-planned engineered goal and agenda of global governments from the get-go. Again, a suspension of your constitutional rights, the suspension of the Bill of Rights, the suspension of the courts, the suspension of your right to form well-regulated militias, the suspension... Uh, to due process, the suspension to peacefully assemble if you're a pastor at a church, the suspension to do anything, because you are now in prison in the United States of America, and you must get that through your thick skull, America. Now again, this might be scary for some of you, because again, for someone like me to be so darn right, explicitly correct in all of our predictions and warnings, must be shocking for a lot of people out there must be terrifying, especially when most Americans are so brainwashed. They think that the government is there to save them and to take care of them. And, you know, they wouldn't lie to you, right? The government would never lie to you. But they will issue these executive orders state by state 
with fines or imprisonment if you don't obey. So make sure you obey. Again, these are not recommendations. These are orders and de facto martial law in the United States of America. Now that your constitution has been suspended, I beg the question, when will they restore your rights? You tell me, because I have a funny feeling they're gone forever. How deep is that? How deep is that, people? Did you hear what he just said? Our rights are gone forever. This is the new norm. My name is Earl Carter, and I'm going to let you go tonight. I'm sorry I had to bring you such sad news. Sad news. I really didn't want to. Tomorrow, I'll try and bring you something better. Have a good night, people.